Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for, and done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switched to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face and done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call.
If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. I'm your host, Tommy, at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Joining me tonight is at BabyD2017, right? Yes, sir. What's up? What's up, Baby D? Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> Tommy is flying solo tonight. Levi's having some uh, personal problems right this second, so he asked me to do this alone, unfortunately. It's but cool. we will get through it because Baby D is the shit. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll get through it. It's no problem at all. So we actually might have a little extra time because our other guest tonight, Nick Cutler, just had to postpone. So we've got a little bit of time. If you want to run longer than we originally scheduled, that is perfectly okay with me because I'm all about talking wrestling. Hey, I'm great then. I'm awesome. I'm doing, I'm just chilling, hanging out. As am I. I've got my hashtag ice cold gimmicks ready. I'm good to go. I took this weekend off. Uh, it was my wife and I's anniversary. It was also her birthday along with St. Patty's Day. So we had fun. We went out of town, but now it's back to work, back to the grind. I feel you there. You got, I'm sure you got super drunk and I hope you treat you like something nice. I didn't get drunk. I got a couple of buzzes going, but I didn't get drunk. Okay, w- did you treat your wife to something nice? Oh, of course, always. I bought. I actually bought her a new wedding band set. That is very nice, then. Yeah, it was five years, so I wanted to do something nice to her, and the show's starting to take off a little bit, so I thought I'd treat her right. Well, that's awesome. See, we need more guys like you in this uh, world. You know, I just, just doing what I do. <laughs> My mom raised me right. My mom is actually from Texas, so... That's probably where I got it from. It does probably so, because, you know, they say Texas is the best state. I'm just saying. She's definitely a yellow rose, and that is her favorite rose. So <laughs> if anybody wants to send my mom yellow roses, you can do that. I will give you her address. <laughs> All right, Baby D, so to you now, what is up in your world? Nothing, just wrestling, 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 that gym life. I've been... You know, the critics say you have to look a certain way, but I've always said that you don't have to look that certain way. But I am getting a little fit. Are you hitting those bang cans like Ray Ortiz? Bro, I tried one of those bang cans. Those things made me jump off the wall. Like, I don't know how he drinks like four or five of them a day. I, asked, I seen him last night and I was like, hey, you're driving back tonight? Because he, he was in the DFW area and he was like, yeah, I'm driving back to San Antonio tonight, and I was like, how are you going to stay awake? This is like 12 o'clock at night, mind you. So he goes, oh, I'm going to drink like four or five beans. And I'm like, bro, 
not like that. I had one of those things. I was like bouncing off the walls. Come on now. I'm he's got me up to two a day. I'm hooked. Oh no. I, I I'm the type I can barely drink coffee. Come on now. <laughs> I drink low, I drink I drink coffee. No, I mean I could drink soda, but I drink coffee and I'm up for like four days straight. <laughs> I can that's drink like crack right before I go to bed and I'm good. Yeah, that's what I hear a lot of people can. Not me. Not me at all. I'm like, oh, oh no. It sucks. <laughs> all right. So tell me about the match at MPX this weekend. Oh, me versus Livy. Hashtag beat ass. Yes, that's what I did. You ate that ass? No. I beat the fuck out of her. Oh, pardon my language. <laughs> You're good. This is an explicit podcast. We love the F word here. Uh-oh. One, two, three, fuck it. Hashtag MPX trainees. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Actually, uh, so a couple years ago, story behind me and Livy is um, a couple years ago, well, three years exactly this month, I uh, made my debut in MPX and I laid her out with a uh, TKO, which is my finisher. And um, shortly after that, we started a little feud. And at that time, you know, I was one of the hated females at MPX. Yes, at one point in time, I was a bad guy, a heel, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> and um, the so we, I hurt her knee, supposedly. I don't know how she can blame it on me. It's not my fault that she looks like a troll. Um, so anyways, she, um, she, basically, she basically told me uh, that, well, I hurt her knee, so then she came into MPX last week, last weekend, when I was going against the current. Hello? Yep, we lost you. Oh, yep, sorry. <laughs> of, course. of course. It always happens. Always something. I know. Well, where was I? Oh, I was telling you about this weekend about me beating up Libby, right? Yeah, last, last so, weekend that you were going against the current. Yeah, I was going against the current sabotage, uh, champion Erica Torres and so Louie came out distraction caused me to lose the belt or lose the match not the belt um, so Livy got in and she proceeded to tell me how I've ruined her last three years of wrestling because I hurt her knee and she was going to hurt me and yeah, you know all the yada 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 good stuff that most people think they can get over me on well that obviously did not happen. About a five minutes into the match, Livy was being pinned with the TKO. So she claims that you hurt her. So she ruins your shot yeah. at the sabotage title. That's exactly correct. So, which I wanted to see exactly. you win because I wanted you to. I wanted to see you defended against Delilah Doom, April twenty eighth at Sabotage, taking it back. Yes, you know, that would be a good job, but I also think that uh, Phoebe and I might be in a tag match. We might be defending those titles. Well, you can do double duty. I could do double duty, but I really do want to see Erica and Delilah. I think that's going to be an awesome match. They went at it before, and it's going to be a great match. Really. And speaking of Del- Delilah Doom, she will be on the podcast next Sunday. 
little shout out there. You know, okay, quick story real fast. So, um, at another promotion, me and Delilah, uh, we did a few tag matches together, and we would call ourselves the Baby Doomies. I love it. I love that name. Perfect. Yes, yes, yes. So So I talked to Phoebe last Sunday, and she doesn't really know what's going on for Sabotage in April. Do we have a match yet? Is there a a tag team that wants those belts? You know, I'm not really sure. You know, neither one of of us are, you know, we're kind of left out of the loop. We don't, we're not 100% positive as to what's going to go on or what's going to happen and I'm kind of like I want to defend these titles and see where we go and I think that me and Phoebe are both up for the challenges to whoever wants to take it let's take it man let's let's do it let's let's put the belts online and you know go ahead ahead and defend you know defend what we have and it seems like nobody's really stepping up it seems like Everybody wants it, but they don't really want it. That's true. I think, I at this point, I think they're scared. You know, I think people might be really scared because we are fun and sexy. I think that's what we're calling ourselves now. <laughs> you know, um, I, think, I think they might be scared that we might use Phoebe's hula hoop a little bit too much on them. Or give them I all like dickhead balloon hats. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That, that might want, be. That I, might I, be I wanna, I, what I want to see is a dickhead balloon hat, and then you come off the top and throw the plaid skirt over somebody's head with the dickhead hat on. <laughs> it's like a, it's like the doomsday device times ten. That, that could be the case. You know, um, I was talking to Phoebe early, uh, yesterday, by fact, and we were working on actually getting some matching gear. So I might not have the on April 28th. Which I love the plaid skirt. It, it, I mean, it just looks great on you. It fits the character. It, it fits your personality because you're such an easygoing gal. Um, but I mean, if you guys did like a like a matching, you know, outfit. That would be cool, too. I, I think we are going to try to match. Um, that's that's kind of what we're uh, leaning towards. What if, what if, because she does, she does a lot of tie-dye. So what if you did a tie-dye skirt? That might be a, uh, that might be an option. You know, I'm going to leave it, I'm leave it as this. I think we've already have something picked out and it's going to be really, really sexy. You don't want to drop it here, though. Well, I will tell you that it has pink, it has a little bit of black, and it has a little bit of blue. And it's not quite tie-dye, but it's not quite leopard skin, neither. There you go. So we get a sneak peek. Well, you heard it from me, so. (laughs) And I will have a skirt. Phoebe might not have a skirt, but I will have a skirt. So, by the way, speaking of Phoebe, okay, so, you know, because I posted last week, I'm sure you saw it when we did her three-time, she's the third-time guest on the show. 
And I know you. She's awesome, and you, you, you keep on bringing her back. So that's even amazing. And then you bring me back, so it's awesome too. Yeah, and I mean, we'll have you back as much as you want to come back because we love having you, especially me because I'm the one that's here right now. <laughs> believe I had to had to bounce on me, but I love having you here. I love talking to you. I love texting with you, even you know, just or whatever, just chatting. Yeah, um, but. So, I talk a lot about how she's one of the most listened to guests that we've had. By the way, since I mentioned you were coming back last week, your previous episode has shot through the freaking roof. That's amazing. You, Phoebe, and Thunder Rosa are now the top three listened to and most requested guests on our show. Heck yeah. Thank you guys. Everybody out there listening. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love being on the show. So it's amazing. And you know, at one point in time, we got to get Phoebe and myself on at the same can, time. That could okay, get interesting. We can do that. We'll do that before April 28th. For sure. Even let's do that. We'll pencil that. Because Levi's schedule is a little tighter than mine. So even if it's just me, you know, on a weekday or something, if we can make it happen or a weeknight, we make it happen. We can totally do that. Heck yeah. Down. So what do you got coming up before Sabotage? Well, I'm going to go ahead and drop it right now. See, um, MPX has H-Town as a problem coming up this Saturday and head of creative Richard Hill, even though he does not like me, has asked for my help. And I will be posting a comment to that a little later on tonight that I will go ahead and accept his offer to join the MPX group and go in against H-Town, which is Houston. So basically Houston's evading MPX. Um, so I got MPX um, this Saturday. I have actually... To, I have MPX this Saturday. Sunday, I got the cookout with the Dot Mob crew. Those are my boys. I love them. Um, that's going to be their first show in Dallas, Texas. At, uh, don't get me to lying. It's in Dallas, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have shared it on my Facebook page and my Twitter account, so you can go look there. But that is the cookout, the Dot Mob team. They are those guys right there. You either dot or you're not straight up. Love those guys to death. Um, that's, that's this Sunday. Actually, I'm not actually going to be wrestling. So let's clear that, clear the air on that. I'm going to do some commentary and some other things and you never know what I'm going to slide my hand into there. So you have to be there to see that. And then I got MPX a couple other times throughout the week or throughout the month of April. And then we're going to follow that with uh, sabotage on the 28th, of course. And then in May, I know that uh, Phoebe and I got um, a show at Kansas. I got TCW again. Which that show, that so we're show getting now. in Kansas City is May 12th. That is the day before my birthday. And I said last week when Phoebe was on that I'm going to try. Like, if I have to sell one of my children, which is a joke. But if I have to sell one of my children, I will be at that show. Sweet. So that might be what we do. <laughs> maybe we'll do a live podcast with myself, Heck yeah. Katie and Phoebe, all at the same time in the same room. 
get it done. Heck yeah, let's do it. Because, we can because get it done. my kids love Kansas City. My wife love, loves Kansas City. I love Kansas City. So, I mean, it's not that far. It's like a four-hour drive. So, I would totally do it for you guys. Heck yeah. There we go. There we go. May the 12th. We're looking at it live podcast. Phoebe and I. On heels and quads. With the heels. So, Baby D, when are we getting some Baby D t-shirts? Well, you know, I had baby t- I had baby D t-shirts out, you know, that said, I'm addicted to being sexy. I had um, a few of them left at the last Sabotage show. But I will have new shirts before this coming up Sabotage show. And um, I'll go ahead and show what I'll go ahead and let you know what they're going to say. It's body like an hourglass, powers kick ass, sexy like a model, but not a size two, baby. Oh my God, I got to get that for my wife. Are they going to be available online? I will try to make, I haven't set up anything online, but I will make, I will get something going with online sales and well, stuff like not, that. I see a lot of people. Uh, try to save one for, for uh, Kansas City. All right, no problem. I'll, I'll I got you. Sizes and stuff, so that way, you know. Yeah, let's not put that online. <laughs> but we'll. I'll get you to say, and of course, I'll buy it. But I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta no send problem. you a heels and quads podcast T-shirt. Heck yeah, yeah. you do. Well, one and one, we'll just yeah, exchange. We'll exchange, and that way, nobody is out. <laughs> Any? Yeah, nobody's nope. out. No money. It's a gimmick for a gimmick. <laughs> Yeah, heck yeah. Okay. There we go. So are you See? just t shirts or do you eight by tens? Do you do the meet and greets at the show? Yeah, all I, that I, stuff? I do have, yeah, I do have eight by tens. I have pictures and stuff. I usually bring pictures with me to every uh show that I do out of town anyways. So that's something I will do with the t shirts they come and go because I don't want to just say I don't want to just have a picture of my face on a shirt. Right. I want my shirt memorable i want my shirt to mean something well, that's like, i mean and that's, like that's why you know we we do the name we did the vintage logo which i don't know if you've actually looked at our shirts i plug them all the time i don't know if you look at them but it's sorry guys the weather here in arkansas is horrible right now it is pissing rain Ugh. I know, because I was like, did I lose you again? And I'm like, my phone still says it's on. Yeah. Okay. okay so where did it cut <laughs> off? Because I was just rambling. Um, we're talking about the the uh, the um, t-shirts, and you were tell- talking about the vintage shirts that you had. Okay, so we had the vintage shirts, which are awesome. And then also, I was talking about, you could go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. And there's also a t-shirt. There's a logo that we made. It's from an actual picture, and it was a picture of me and Levi with our arms, our forearms crossed, and the fists. And then under it is another fist coming up, and that's actually my five-year-old son's fist. Sweet. And I posted it on Instagram when he got his shirt in. He was so proud to take that picture, and just cheesy grin. And I, <laughs> uh, the subtitle was, how many five-year-olds can say they're part of a wrestling t-shirt? That's true. That's true. Not no, many. Not many. And he's he's one of probably very few. So, I mean, it's it's a cool thing. I mean, my kids all love you. And I know that in Kansas City, uh, May 12th, they will be more than happy to, I will be more than happy to shell out whatever 
for this, to <laughs> get their picture taken with you and autographs and all that cool stuff because yeah, no problem, man. They, I'm always down. I love my I love my little fans. I love them and, so and much, they, and they love Daddy's podcast and they they love all the guests because they obviously you know my kids all love wrestling because Daddy loves wrestling. My wife loves <laughs> wrestling even, and and you know they all think it's cool that I talk to wrestlers and. They're like, when do we get to meet people that have been on your show? And I'm like, in due time. <laughs> because due time. obviously obviously, Daddy works the weekends because that's when Daddy makes his money. But, you know, we're going to start taking more time to go to shows and all that stuff to meet everybody that's been on the show. And that way I can, like, hand deliver T-shirts instead of shipping them because that's kind of a pain in the ass. Hey, I feel you, man. Shipping is probably a pain in the ass. Well, it is, and I'd—I mean, I'd rather just give it to you than be like, "Hey, what's your address?" <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> of creeps sure. out there. That's all I'm saying. It, there are a lot of creeps. It, you know, I mean, there are a lot of creeps out there. And that's what I've I talked get... to. Uh, I talked to Phoebe about that last week because she started doing those uh, custom matches. Yeah, I've done one or two custom matches. It's been a while, though. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know how I feel about that. I think it's weird. Well, you know, it gives the fans an opportunity to say whatever they they want, like, done or w- want to see. So I, I understand it. And, you know, they have some, you know, some fans are just really, really creepy and um, are into things that others are not. Like, I get the the opportunity to book your own match, but I don't get the when they start talking about feet and all that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. Okay, so we got we got MPX out the ass, right? Yeah, MPX out the ass. You know, I you know, people always tell me, well, why don't you take other bookings? Why don't you do this? Or why don't you go here? Why don't you go there? First of all, it's not because I don't want to. It's literally because MPX books me up first. <laughs> it's well, first I'm come, sure, first serve. You know, it's a guarantee. You know they're going to pay you. It's true. Because there's a lot of indies out there. I mean, you see it. I see it every weekend. There's somebody not getting paid. This is true. This is very true. So, I mean, you go with what you know. You know it's a guaranteed payday. Not to go to shoot on everybody, but, I mean, I, if if I'm going to work and I know I'm there's a chance I might not get paid, I might not show up. You know, that that's the honest truth. I mean, even at my, uh, my job, uh, you know, my shoot job, I – something happened and I was like oh well if I'm not getting paid I'm not answering the phone so well mainly because like I'm in charge of everybody so I'm not under a salary or anything I get paid by the hour so I had to take a couple took a couple days off and um every every time I take time off they want to call me and ask me a question so finally I told them I said you're either going to pay me or you're not going to call me one or the other that's like this weekend. I took time off. I'd shut my phone off because I didn't want to get a call or a text from somebody at work. Say, can you work for me? I'm sick. Nope. Sorry. I'm <laughs> on vacation. 
This is my Hey, time. man. You got to do what you got to do. Which, I mean, I know what you do for a shoot job because we're friends on Facebook. We text, all that stuff. Because, I mean, we're not, we're not, we've never met. We're not, like, great best friends. But, I mean, we're <laughs> friends. You know, we're cool. I feel you. I feel you. There's a difference. And, you know, and if you're on my Facebook page, you probably see I post a lot of crazy stuff. But that's because I'm pretty real. I'm a, I'm a real person. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be, like, getting ready to post something on Facebook and I have to think, who am I going to offend with this post? Because sometimes my posts can't offend people. Which, I mean, anybody <laughs> that has added uh, added me personally on Facebook or my personal Twitter, they know that my wife and I share a Facebook. Nobody cheated. Nothing shady went down. We're good. We just celebrated our five-year wedding anniversary, so we're good. But we share it because I really don't like Facebook. I just don't like it. I like Twitter. And now I'm starting to get into Instagram with the show. But even my personal Instagram, I don't post on it. I post from the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast page. Yeah. I, I, I'm not into taking pictures or anything like that. I, I don't like to do it. Like this weekend, I did it with my son. But I just, I'm not into it. I like Twitter. It's more, it, Twitter seems to be the most friendly wrestling-based social media there is. I mean, I feel you there. I'm trying. I'm trying to get into Twitter. Like, I got into Twitter really because of sabotage, and um, you know they post a lot on Twitter. So I'm trying. I'm really trying to get into Twitter, but it just hasn't grasped me yet, like Facebook did. Um, and I think, I think, I think the only reason Facebook grasped me the way it did was because my best friend of literally 12 years, that like she's the one that got me started on Facebook, and. You know, so I, that's probably why I'm more Facebook than Twitter, but, eh. and plus Twitter doesn't allow me to, uh, I guess, type out all the words I want to type. I'm limited to what I can say. And they have expanded that, so that's nice. Oh, they have. I see. See, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, it okay. went from one, I think it was 140 or something like that. Now it's like 260 or something. Do you get a little bit more? You get a little bit more. So I don't know if we talked about this last time. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And I know you're not supposed to ask a lady this, but how old are you? I don't remember. I'm 29. 29. So I'm older than you. <laughs> that makes me, oh my God. Where, what did I do wrong with my life? So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm 29. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind saying. So my whole life, right, I wanted to be a pro wrestler. That was my dream. 
But I'm five okay. foot five. I'm very short. So I just want, like, I don't know. I don't understand that fine line of what you can say and what you can't say to somebody that is a wrestler and somebody who isn't. I think that... I th- and I think a lot of fans, like, that either of our podcast or just wrestling in general kind of wonder that question. I feel like, you know, you're open enough to kind of answer that. You know, I think there's a, there is a kind of like a fine line, like, you know, one thing that I, I hate being asked is, did you know who's going to win before you went out there? Like, come on now. Like, why am I going to answer that question? You know, like, come on people. In reality, why am I going to answer that question for you? Uh, you know, that that's something that I don't like. Um, you know, one of the other questions I hate asking is, did y'all practice on that? Because it looked really good before you went out. I'm like, okay, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to answer that question for you. You know, so like there are, there are fine lines that you can ask and you can't ask, but then some, but then you do have the wrestlers that are really open about it and then, then you have the wrestlers that are kind of like, no, I'm not answering none of your questions. Yeah. Kayfabe, K-fabe yeah. is still alive with a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that, like, I think just because I grew up, I grew up in the wrestling business, you know, like, I think I've told you before, like, my grandfather wrestled, right. my mom wrestled, my uncles wrestled. So, like, I grew up around all that time when Kayfabe was, like, really strong. Like, I remember... I remember this one time in particular, um, we were just finished a show in at the Sportorium in Dallas, and my grandfather and all, we all went out to eat, and his tag partner was with us and stuff like that, and some fans, fans walked in, and then a group of guys that my, grand, my grandfather and his tag partner had just wrestled that night walked in as well, and the fans just started looking, because you know, next thing you know, they just start feeding the crap out of each other in this restaurant. Like, I'm like, <laughs> holy fuck. It's you know, and, you know, in Dallas, yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, like, I, that stands out to me because, like, that was, like, a real legit, like, let's keep kayfabe straight, you know. And even, like, even when I was training a little bit, there was a, when I first started training out in Marshall, which it, the company's called League of Lions now, but it was ACW, the dog pound. When I started out there a little bit, um, there was a couple of fans that would walk by and they would stare, stare into the building because buildings, this big, hot warehouse, you know, so, so we had the bay door open so that, it, you know, had air coming in and stuff. So fans would stop and watch and stuff like that. And they, and we'll be sitting there talking, and every time we see a fan, like, next thing you know, you just see us all just start beating the crap out of each other. Because, you know, like, sometimes some people want to try to keep kayfabe live. So, I appreciate the ones that do and the ones that don't. Well, then, you know, hey. And, you know, yeah. one, one thing about us is, like, we want kayfabe to be there. Because, you know, we talk about all the time, like, in our discussions, our episodes of discussions that me and Levi have. It's a lot of, you know, we wish there was more mystery, but, you know, especially like with WWE these days, you can kind of predict it if you're a 30 plus or even 20 plus at this point. You can kind of predict yeah, get... what's going to happen if you've been watching because you, that's true. The storyline just kind of carry on and you're just like, 
okay, the, this person's going to go against this person. Like, the Shinsuke AJ thing. Like, we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So, all knew. Like, you couldn't tell me, like, AJ was going to lose it at Fastlane. Come on now. It's WrestleMania. Not really any belts going to change hands before WrestleMania. Not at a, so, come not on. At a B pay-per-view show. Yeah. And then, also, you know, uh, my grandfather and I actually had this conversation the other, uh, a few years ago. And so, before I moved to Fort Worth, I lived in a small little town called Overton, Texas. Uh-huh. About 2,000 people. And every, so every Monday and every, you know, this was when a Smackdown, Smackdown was still on Thursday nights. Um, we would, I would go and we would watch Smackdown Raw together. Mm-hmm. It was something we always did. Of course, I always fell asleep because I was in school still. So I fell asleep by, you know, but halfway through it. And uh, he would always tell me, he would go, you know, this person's going to win. I said, well, Pop, how do you know that? How do you know that? I don't understand how you know. And he goes, just look at the ref. So every week I started looking at the ref and I was, then I was like, oh, you can tell who's going to win <laughs> just because of the ref. Exactly. Like literally, like even now, like you can watch and you can like, come on WWE, like let's get, not be. Get your shit together. Hire, <laughs> hire somebody from an indie promotion like Jimmy Jacobs. Come on. I, they let one I mean, of the best people they've had in years go because of a freaking spot on being the elite on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you can literally, like, watch the ref, and you know who's going to win just because of the ref. Just because All, of the ref alone. And it could be something small, just like the position they're in. Yeah. Well, not even that. A lot of the times, a lot of the times, you know, you, people don't want to hear this, but you, but you can tell just because, like, some refs, like, have, you have... Like a certain ref that's gonna ref John Cena matches, and you know that ref's gonna win. Like if you watch, like that same ref uh, refs John Cena matches, and he always wins. You know what I mean? Yep, you're absolutely right. I mean, we all see it. I mean, like I said, adults, you know, around our age, because you're 29, I'm 30. But yeah, see, I mean, you're, it, you're not much older than me. Yeah, not that much. <laughs> but I mean, I'm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like we all can kind of see through it. Yeah, but I mean, like an indie promotion, you go to watch, you know, either Baby D or Phoebe or Thunder Rosa or, uh, you know, whoever, Ray Ortiz, whoever, you know, that's on the show. Um, I'm going to put you guys over <laughs> before I put anybody else over. But I mean, you're not going to you don't expect something, you know, because it's always going to be something different. That, that that's one hundred percent true because like you never know who's gonna win. Like last night, you know, I don't. I think some fans thought I would win, but I then I think that some fans thought that Livy was gonna win, just because of the storyline that was being portrayed. You know, um, and then even like when I won, because I'm the first woman to ever win the MPX uh, championship, um, heavyweight championship match, because they don't have a female belt. You know, so or women's belt, and like the fans didn't think it was going to happen. They were like, "Oh, it's going to happen." And some fans are like, "No, it's not going to happen." You know, it's not going to happen. But then when I won, like the fans were more shocked that I won than they were. You know, they're happy that I won, but they're also in shock too. So I do like the mis- you know the m- mystery behind it, and like what's going to happen? How are how is this going to work out? And 
you know, NPX, since they have a weekly show, they're able to, they're able to do that. You know, they're able to ha- carry that storyline because of that reason. Right. And so while I'm, I mentioned him, so what is your thoughts on Ray Ortiz and the Bang Bangs? You know, because <laughs> he's, I mean, he's getting over with them. Hey, man, let him do it. I was talking to Ray last night, and he was talking about how he was going to get some shirts made, I think, that, you know, that has something to do with the bank. Yeah, so, hey, man, like, you know, if it gets over, it gets over. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Do what you do to get over. That's right. I mean, yeah, you got to sell the gimmick. And that's why, like like I said earlier, with the shirts that I have coming out, uh, that's why I'm doing the size two because obviously, like I'm not a size two. Half the society, half of the American society, is not a size two anymore. We you all know. love McDonald's. <laughs> if you if you say you don't, you're a liar. <laughs> you know, I hey, I I used to not like McDonald's, but you know what? They got some really good chicken tenders right now. Those butter chicken timbers. They I'm did. just saying. The, oh, the buttermilk I'm just chicken tenders. I'm just yeah. Those I'm just saying good. those things are good. <laughs> And you know what? I don't eat a lot of fried food, but when I get off work on a Saturday night after bartending and serving a bunch of drunks all night, I will hit McDonald's and I will get at least a quarter pounder and a Big Mac, and I just feel like a tub of shit afterwards, but it's worth it. <laughs> hey, man, you gotta do Like I said, like I said, I've been going to the gym trying to get a little fit. I got my little, got my little group that goes with me every night. You know, we go every night. Uh, so... Which it, it's funny because like now we uh, we've been going to the same gym for you know like we were bouncing around and kind of going to different gyms and like trying to go to like find out which one was closer to all of us and uh, so now we're we've been going to the same one for about the last week or whatever and we all wear pink shorts gray tank top and you know and then you got like me sitting there going okay guys we're gonna do this today. And, like, literally, I think that the, you know, the people that work at the gym probably think that we're a gang or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me and Levi. Anytime we're together and we, we're walking around with Bullet Club shirts, everybody assumes that we're in some kind of gun club or something. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, we, you know, all of us have tattoos. We're all working. Oh, you know, we all have a gray tank top in. We got pink shorts on. And then we're all saying, bro. Or pimp. That's our favorite. <laughs> my favorite word is pimp. And the only reason that is because my like I've known this chick for about five or six years now. We used to work together, and um, that was the first thing that we like started calling each other was pimp. So we have that. So she came up with a little saying, and we actually have shirts that say SSMP, Southside Mama Pimpin. And oh, that's like the, that's like the. Uh... The uh, the Bone Crew, the Domino's Crew, Undertaker, yeah. Papa Shango, and all those guys had. Mm-hmm. Uh, BSK, yeah, so, BSK, that's what it was. Yeah. It took me a minute. So, we, you know, like, the reason why, so I'll tell you why the whole pimping came around is because I worked at a burger joint, and um, I'm sitting there, and I, so it was, it was a little small burger joint, you know, it's not like a, a water burger or mcdonald's or anything like that it's kind of off and on slow so we're sitting there and um these people like would they would always walk in 
and they were like, hey, do you have this for sale? Do you have that for sale? And I'm like, what? What? What are you talking about? So next thing you know, like I got where I was willing and dealing through the drive-thru. I would be able to sell whatever somebody brought up there. I had people bring up radios. I'm like, hey, man, I got this radio up here. You want to buy it? I can show you that it works. So like through the drive-thru window, I'm selling stuff. It I'm was, like, it was you know, a burger so- slash pawn shop. Yes, I'm like selling all kinds of stuff, buying stuff, people, and like so she came up with that. She came up with that because she's like, you are like, she was like, you're a pimp. She was like, you're just selling stuff. You're, like, bro, you got to do what you got to do to hustle. You're hustling the gimmicks. <laughs> so, so ever since then, like, she literally like that's her favorite nickname for me is pimp because she's just like you, and she tells everybody. She, that I could sell legit anything that I wanted to sell. And I'm like, well, you know, I can. <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to do what you got to do. You know, you want to do, you want to find that thing to sell, then you got to find that thing to sell, you know. So. It's that niche. I always tell people it, wrestling is a niche market. You've got to find that niche. It's that certain core group of fr- fans but now we're starting to get, it's almost Attitude Era, where wrestling has become big again. It's true, it's true, it's you know. Not, but it's not WWE that's big again, it's the indies. It is the indies, and indies, are, man, people people want to see indies, you know. Like, um, you know, even around WrestleMania, like, it's going to be the indie shows that are going to be sold out too, not just WrestleMania, you know, and People are going to be over there. They're going to be wrestling. They're going to be doing their thing, selling merch, selling this, selling that. You know, you have to do what you have to do, man. And, I mean, obviously, we're not going to WrestleCon, but a lot of people we know are going. Um, But we are trying to get into the all-in podcast convention, as a lot of our listeners know, Um, which we're still working on that. Hopefully, it'll happen. Um, because, you know, obviously we're big Bullet Club fans. Uh, a lot of people know that uh, the Young Bucks dad, Matt Massey, did our theme song. Just like, especially Thank for you. us, which is awesome. So we're kind of like, we like to call ourselves honorary Bullet Club members. <laughs> because we're not officially in, but we like to think we are, because we're marks. <laughs> but, but like I always say, if you're not a mark, then you're in the wrong business. It's true, it's true. You have to have, like, some type of mark in you, you know, just a little bit for, for uh, to do something, you know. I used to, so, uh, wrestled RCW two weeks ago, that's River City Wrestling in San Antonio, and they had Jeff Jarrett there. You know, I grew up watching Jeff Jarrett. I really do, like, I've I've met him before, you know, at RCW, and he remembered, he remembered who I was, you know, and, um, I, I like, I'm not the type, I don't like asking, like, people that, like, especially the bigger names that come out and stuff, hey, can I take a picture, but, you know, like, I had to, I was like, man, I gotta take a picture with him, because I, you know, that's somebody I grew up with, I was like, last time I passed up my opportunity, I- so I took a picture with him, and he was like, yeah, no big deal, I'm like, okay, I didn't want you to think I was a mark, and he was like, no, you're good. So, was that like, the day you were I wearing really the Bullet Club shirt? I think so. Because I, I think saw so. Some, I saw some pictures from other people. I didn't see it from you, but I saw 
he was at a show doing a seminar and he was wearing a bullet club shirt and i i mean i popped for it i was like he was in the bullet club for like what a week and he's still <laughs> wearing the merch because i mean you know like i said everybody's a mark you got to su- yeah you got to support people too man you got to support you got to support your fellow your fellow wrestlers you know you got to you know you got to and speaking of Jeff Jarrett, and, he's going into the WWE Hall of Fame this year, which is awesome. We yes, were he, so he we were so happy that that finally happened because if anybody deserves it, it's Jeff Jarrett. Because yeah, he, he deserves it. One of the best on a promo, one of the best in the ring ever, and just overall, just talent. I mean, come on. <laughs> WCW, yeah, he deserves WWF, it. WWE, whatever you want to call it. I still call it WWF because I'm 30. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, he he started, you know, him and his dad started TNA. So, yeah. if anybody deserves it, it's him. And I'm it's true. That, I'm glad that they got all the, the bullshit figured out and they decided they wanted to finally do that. Ugh. Well, it's about getting time for us to get off here, don't you think? Yeah, I think it is. All right, hit that social well, media I had, so much fun. I had a lot of fun with you, man. Yeah, so, all your social media. At ABD2017 for Twitter. Stacy Carpenter for Facebook. Do you have Instagram? Yeah, but I don't know what that one is. It's Stacy Carpenter. <laughs> hey, there you go. See, look. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. You got my back. You got my back. Thank you, man. Right, baby D, it's been a pleasure talking to you again. We'll have you back again. Hopefully, we'll do that live Baby D Phoebe podcast. All right, for sure, man. Now, go have some fun with your other little opponent. All right. <laughs> we'll talk right, to you later. Bye. Bye.
Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.